and welcome back to Unqualified Sports Talk. We are back. It's been a busy week of sports. I got Bryce here with me, and I'm just really excited to talk about it and break everything down. Yep, we got news from the NFL, NCAA. We got a poll coming out, and the season starting in about two weeks. We get week zero. Um, some big money in the NBA coming around this week. Big UFC card. It's time to dive in, baby. Absolutely. So starting with, with the NFL, we've still got a lot of training camp news. Um, we're we're kind of hitting that point of the preseason where the games are they're, they're there, um, but the it's more about the news of, of kind of what's generating, um, where rookies are falling, what the depth chart's looking like. Um, and George Pickens looks like an animal. <laughs> uh, I don't know who he blocked in that preseason game against oh, it was Kobe White it was I, I I love Kobe White as a Seahawks fan I think Kobe White will be a tremendous corner <laughs> he took him off his feet dude he actually made him fly he, for about three seconds he I he's just got energy I know I was talking about um best blocking wide receiver the other day with you and I said it was Robert Woods but after seeing that I mean there's a new contender in there uh, he he looks like an animal those we were we were talking about it last week about those reports of him being a having a reduced role and maybe those changing after some of his practices, but mm-hmm. but after like no, he's not gonna have a reduced. Yeah, role. after after you know you you snag a you snag a toe tap touchdown to the corner of the end zone and then do the Antonio Brown dance afterwards. <laughs> he, you you got to be you got to be about that. He's he's about it too, and you said last week sums him up. Black Air Force energy. He he encapsulates it. All right, see a uh, what's his face, Patrick Beverly. Yeah, he he is he's going he's he's dethroned Patrick Beverly. Dethroned. Dethroned completely. He, he is he's. I started following Instagram. I might, I might buy a jersey. I'm not even a really st- like I my dad's a Steelers fan, so I kind of grew up watching him. But like I'm not a Steelers fan by any stretch of the, but. And and then moving on, we have we've got Kenny Walker had a had a hernia. It's a of big course, dude. My fantasy team is cursed. Okay, I know it's super sad. John Mechie has leukemia. He'll, but he'll part, get back though. He'll... Partly, I feel like it's my fault because I dropped him in fantasy. And yeah. now Kenny Walker, I dropped him with the one four. He gets a herniated disc. Like, come on. Uh, but. From from report, I thought it was a lot worse at first. Like the 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 updates I got from yeah, my it apps, seems pretty positive they'll be back. Yeah, week one, so. yeah. And, and Pete Carroll's Pete Carroll's saying he got that dog in him. He's hard to heal. Him. Um, and then we, I, I'm also seeing stuff about Antonio Gibson taking yeah. a reduced role. I, I about to say I haven't seen a ton about this, so help me out. Yeah. So um, Antonio Gibson. Young running back star for the Redskins, um, but they drafted Brian Robinson Jr. out of Alabama, okay. who um, I, a lot of people didn't really have any expectations for him coming in because Antonio Gibson was just the back for them last year. Um, but he came in the preseason game and he fumbled his second carry. He only had like three carries for five yards or something. Not, not good. Um, and they just benched him after like – I think after that drive, they just kept Brian Robinson in. And then now at practice, Antonio Gibson is working with the punt team, which Stop. is typically what the backup running back as the the gunner, or not the gunner, but the uh, guy who calls the line set. So 
now we're we're just you know we're not sure really what that means if I mean I saw I heard rumors at the beginning of the season that Brian Robinson might get goal line carries because he's a big guy. Yeah. But if they're looking like he might be the back, that's that changes a lot. Well, were they tanking, dude? <laughs> like I don't know. I I like, like Antonio yeah, Gibson. I thought Gibson's a good running back, and then they go out and trade for Carson Wentz. They're tanking, dude. You don't just trade for Carson Wentz and not expect to have a bad season. I, I don't. I don't know what to. Because I. I mean, I like Terry McLaurin, and I. They have like some good pieces on defense. They do. They're Montez Sweat and Chase Young are absolute studs, yeah. dude. They and Jonathan best, Allen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have one of the best defensive lines in the country. But also, they also did underperform. Absolutely. Big time last year as a defensive line. So they got some work to do there. But obviously, Terry McLaurin's a stud. Congrats on getting your money, Terry. Dude, scary I, Terry. Can I name another? Commanders receiver. I, uh, I mean, I mean from state. Obviously, we had Kelvin Harmon. He's, I, he's yeah, he's anymore. gone. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I'm drawing a blank here. I'm I'm literally gonna pull up the depth chart right now because I'm just, I am. I'm, I'm sure there has to be a name we recognize. There's no way they're that bad. Commanders receiving depth chart. Um, Cam Sims. I'm somewhat familiar with that name. Okay, Curtis Samuel. Curtis, we, we know kinda, Curtis yeah. Samuel. Diame Brown, we, we know, know him, him. from yeah. from UNC. Um, this still says Kelvin Harmon. I'm not sure about that. Um, he might still be on the, but they're about to trim that roster down to yeah, big time. Yeah. So, um, but even then, like Curtis Samuel's a good two, but I mean Cam Diame Brown might he might, you know, develop a little bit more. This is his second year, right? He was a rookie last year. Mm-hmm. So they also I forgot they had JD McKissick too. That's, yeah, he's he's like their receiving back. Okay, okay, that that makes it really interesting too, especially if you don't like um, what's his face, Antonio Gibson coming in and running the ball. Now also he doesn't get reps catching the ball. Yeah, I mean, it, I think that like the fantasy kind of ecosystem is is in a tizzy right now of what like what to make of that offense now. Because I mean, heck, Brian Robinson might be a waiver wire pickup. That wins you some games in these like these first couple yeah. weeks of the season. If yeah. you're if you, if you hear the rumors of camp that he's just gonna he's just gonna get yeah, if he's an RB one, you just pick him up for free. Congratulations to you. Jeez. Um, other training camp stuff. Things keep looking positive for Damian Pierce. I think that's his first name. I don't. Uh, you, yeah. Yeah. The the running back for the Texans. From yeah. He. You know, I, I thought he was good. I didn't think he'd be a starting running back his first year good. Uh, who else is that? Rex Burkhead's in that backfield. Uh, but they they signed Marlon Mack. That yeah, was Marlon like their Mack? yeah. That was like their big. So Marlon Mack, Rex Burke, Burkhead. I don't think those are. <laughs> no, they're not. Big, they're not big names. I was about to say that's not difficult to. Surpass. No, no, it's it's really not. So if you like them, and yeah. plus, let's be honest, Texans aren't going out expecting to no, win games. No. So why I, not give your rookie some experience? I think they're the worst team in the NFL. I and I, I mean I'm not that's not like crazy, but yeah, I I really I do not think that that roster has talent. And but that being said, for fantasy, you don't need the team to be particularly good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean Davis Mills has some talent. You might be able to get the ball, especially if like uh, you're a guy like Pierce that can go and, and catch the ball a little bit. I mean that's. Heck, DeAndre Swift, most of his fantasy value just comes from his catching the ball and yeah, eight, yards. Yeah, catching eight balls a game for seventy two yards. Um so I it'll be interesting to see how the Texans play that. Um 
Who, who's who's the head coach of the Texans now? Lovey Smith, baby. Yeah, I. He's been to a Super Bowl. Didn't do anything after that. <laughs> Went to Illinois as a head football coach. Didn't do anything there. Then I think went to Alabama as their defensive coordinator last year. That team did well. Yeah. He's a very defensive-minded coach. They don't have anything on the offensive ball, so I'm going to be really interested to see what that team looks like offensively as a defensive coach. You know, like Bill Belichick, or not Bill. (laughs) Bill O'Brien was supposed to be like the offensive guru, and when he was with the Texans, they – couldn't do anything no. right. So maybe they needed to just flip-flop to the entire other end of the spectrum. Yeah, Lovey Smith's been there, done that in the NFL. So you have to be at least a little optimistic. I mean, that Bears team that he took to the Super Bowl against the Colts was a great No, they were team. they were one of the better. Like, I think they might be one of the most you underrated know, you defensive. You know who their quarterback was that got them to yeah, the Super Bowl? Yeah, Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman, dude. You don't uh, go to a Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. That doesn't happen. No. And, like Brian is terrible. Brian Erlacher is given respect, but I he's given respect in the hall and given respect from his peers. But like I don't hear about him in the same way people talk about like Ray Lewis. People you know, he like has that. Hair now. He got Bosley. I don't know. He has hair. <laughs> Dude, that's that's so weird. I I I've only seen him, I've only seen him bald. No, right. it's an it's an. Actually, have my Brian Urlacher signed Brian Urlacher jersey right there. You can see it in the little right. baggie. No, I, if that, anybody wants to buy it, I'm selling. I'll give it to you for one hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> that's your that's your going price. Yeah, that's my going price right now. Um, but yeah, and then they had like Peanut Tillman, the Peanut Punch. Yeah, yeah. I mean they they had they had some players, but he was on that Super Bowl Bears team. I, I think he's old enough to be, but I mean I guess he might not have. I don't know. Then. Well, that's a shout out to Peanut Tillman. I I I love the man. Me too. Me too. He, the fact that you have a move that's so good at knocking the ball out that it's just called the Peanut Punch. That's that's all I need to hear. Um, but spe- speaking of D backs, uh, Derwin James just most expensive safety in the league now. Just signed a new extension Which with the Chargers. Is wild to me. I think he's a very good safety. I think talent wise, he's amazing, but. I mean, you're throwing a lot of money at a guy that hasn't consistently been on the field. I mean, it's yeah. just a little scary. Yeah, yeah. And it's a safety. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean, we just saw Justin Tucker get the biggest contract in kicker history. He's Speaking of, sh- shout out Justin Tucker. Did you see him hit the gritty today? Yeah, it was awful. It's It was awful, but. You see when he put his hands behind him? <laughs> and then he, like, and he like went and, like, high-fived some kids and went back to yeah. it. Yeah, he, he's a treasure, but. He's six million dollar a year punter, then, and he's might be one of the more valuable pieces to that team. I mean, you just throw a crap ton of money at Der- Derwin James. Like, I understand he's good and all, but when you're not, when you're not a player that can, I don't know. It's not like he can make himself involved in a play. Yeah. You know, I'm always hesitant to people. I think it's different maybe with defensive ends, because you're aggressively, you can you can make an impact on every single play. But with safeties for the most part, or if they don't want to throw your way, they don't really have to. That's true. I I will admit I um I can't remember what I was watching, but it it almost fundamentally changed my perspective on building a defense for a team. And it was talking about the Jets. I think it was the Jets from last year and about how 
you don't want to build a um, a defense from the line out. Dude, I was watching something like this. Yeah, well, I don't remember what I was yeah, watching. Yeah, it was, but it was amazing. I mean, yeah. just talking about how good Quinnen Williams is, and you know they drafted him really high, and he's been every bit of that pick's value. But having a guy that's so good run stopping and not a good secondary just means that teams are going to pass more. Yeah, he's going to play catch up. At that yeah, point. and so passing statistically gets you more yards per play than running the ball. Yeah, so you end up just getting demolished, and so it's. It's really interesting. It's like maybe maybe teams really are trying to find that safety in those corners that are like cornerstones, um, no pun intended. But I mean that's true. You see, the Bills did exactly that. Oh yeah, and Mink, like look how how much the Steelers went out of their way to get Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, they got. But the Bills went and got Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, probably the best safety duo. I know I'm biased, but I think people consider yeah, no, the best he's, safety duo. I mean they are in the league. And then you go get Tre'Davious White. And now while we're missing our secondaries, another corner. And oh shoot, we just got that. We just got that. And then we're slowly building that defensive line with Ed Oliver, um, Greg Rousseau. That's kind of it. But I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Wait, didn't y'all get that? Um, didn't y'all get that? He was like a deep end from like Iowa or something, like a draft or two. Yeah, ago. yeah. He hadn't really frick. What's his name? Yeah, he's got one of those weird names. Um, gosh dang it. But, but yeah. then we also um, signed Von Miller. Yeah, no. So that that, def- that defense is AJ Epin- Epinet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He didn't. He's not really done much. But that's where. Yeah. So um, maybe maybe that's like a position that's uh is coming up. But he's making like nineteen million a year. I mean that's that's just a bag in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, that is a bag. It is. It is. But obviously, a ton of talk around training camp. But we also we have stuff to look forward to. In the middle of the season, and as we know, this draft class was super, super heavy on the wide receivers. It's one. It's one of like the bigger draft classes I've ever seen for, with receivers. Yeah, yeah, for a receiving position. So I guess, like I said, we like to look forward to the future a little bit. We're unqualified, so our opinions don't mean much. But Grant, who do you think? Like, if you had to put money on somebody, oh yeah, you, put, you, put the bag talking, on. Talking about talking about lines. Yeah, um, we're talking I, about lines. yeah. I, I have I have the um, I. I think this is this is from Prize Picks um, that that had the the lines that, that I'm looking at here, but okay. they they listed off the um, the receivers and, and like the highest odds to lead the league in receiving yards wise, not touchdowns. Um, they had they had Chris uh, Olave um, at the number one spot, uh, but I I really like I really like Drake London at, at that spot. He's he's plus. 650. You're going to um, trust a wide receiver who has Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Yeah. I I think cuz that team's going to be doo-doo. I think between I think between Drake I mean, he has also has to split catches with Kyle Pitts. That's true. But like between those two, what they like they were supposed to have Calvin Ridley and he's just he's gone. He decided to be one of us for a weekend and he just he just absolutely started gambling. Yeah. But now he just had he had like three parlays or something, and he wasn't even playing. And he just and he got he got he got like the NFL equivalent of like Ricoed, and he just <laughs> he's out for twelve. He's out for the entire season. So um, Drake London, I, I like I like it, but I, I I could see Sky Moore. I think that's a really sneaky pick. Me too. Um, Sky Moore at plus twelve hundred. That's 
He's he's got talent. He's got Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball to him. They don't um, really have anybody besides yeah. Kelsey and Juju. Um, but for me, I initially went in here thinking I was going to pick Chris Olave, but now that I see he's the favorite, you know, it is plus 550. don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> want to <laughs> make more money. That's fair. My, that's the lines are lines are yeah. the lines. Uh, so I'm going out on a limb here. Whole receiving room's beat up. He'll be the number two receiver from week one. Ringo Jalen Tolbert. I I like it. I like it. That, I think he could legit put up three figures for the first five weeks or more. Yeah. And, and that being said, this whole draft class is so talented. Dude, I also I would also consider Christian Watson, but I heard Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers come out and say that the receivers suck. <laughs> <laughs> they are dropping everything. They, Anything. And if you drop an Aaron Rodgers pass, yeah, I mean, you, that thing, it had to have been bad. That thing is coming right where it needs to, the speed it needs to, when it needs to get there. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers has had incredible years with not very I mean, talented receivers. Last year, yeah. he won an MVP. Yeah. yeah, he had Devontae, but who was he throwing to? Bob Tunyon. Yeah, Al, 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 Lazard. Al Lazard is a terrific role player, but he's not MVS. a two. Yeah, he's not a two receiver. MVS, same kind of caliber. No, they're not good. Yeah, I, no. I, don't, I think in any other system, well, we'll see with um, Scantley this year at, at the Chiefs, he, there's no way he puts up no. any sort of numbers. Mm-hmm. It, it, like it, His comment about how bad they were, apparently it, it and rattled. And Aaron Rodgers is not vocal about that kind yeah, of thing. No. I watch him every single week during the season on the Pat McAfee show, and he never, res, he never says that about his teammates. He's always so positive. But, I mean... Even a couple weeks ago, when he went on Pat, he was saying, receiving room, you know, I like a couple people, but we have a long yeah. way to go. Now he's come out this week. Okay, yeah. it's fall apart. No, like, it, it, it doesn't was, give me a ton of confidence. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so, uh, it's kind of, it's really concerning to the point that they had to, it ruffled those receivers' feathers enough that they had, I saw a headline today that Aaron Rodgers had like a meeting only with the receivers today, oh, just to geez, clear the dude. air. Yeah, so um, it's going down in Green Bay. It, down. It's it's gonna it's gonna be something. And ho- hopefully they take it, they take it right. They have to. He just yeah. won back to back MVPs. He's probably the most talented quarterback ever to play. And you arguably. know, I I think so. I'm I'm really I I completely agree. Um, in in terms of just just in terms being of just being talent. that being that guy. Yeah. I and I'm not even I I don't I grew up being an Aaron Rodgers hater. I hated the Packers. So I still, I, I still hate I the Packers. Yeah, Pat, and he honestly. has absolutely turned me around. I am, I am a fan, but I still don't want the Packers to do well. But, um, so yeah, he he wants the best for those guys. It's, but you know they gotta, you gotta, you can't lead a horse to rot water and make it drink. You know, you just gotta do what you can do. Exactly. And transitioning to the other uh, side of football, that's but NCAA football. Go. It's back. It's, NCAA football, NCAA new video game, next gen only. So Grant and others yeah. might have to upgrade. Now. I'm uh, I'm 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 still on the the PS4 train. Um, it's it's still it's still doing me right, but it's this is gonna be what what sends me over. It's I and I'm I'll I'll admit that. Did you, you still can't get them? <laughs> it's unless it's, you pay like a thousand dollars. Scalpers are wild. Like just how they're able to to snipe these off the market and just resell them. It's it's crazy. I'd do it too, but I don't have the patience. Yeah, I, <laughs> but there's a poll alert. 
<laughs> poll alert with with the AP. They released their first poll of the year. Which is the poll we actually go by. No one actually cares about USA Today. No. It's more of a guideline. Yeah, USA Today <laughs> is it's great for talking points. Yeah, but... It's more of a guideline. We don't actually care. Um, but shout out State for making the top 15. We came in at 13. It's our highest um, rating since when? Wasn't it like... It's like 70-something. Like 78 or... Preseason <laughs> I mean, ranking yeah. everyone, okay. Um, so it, it's... The, I didn't have a ton of issues with this poll. Um... I, I felt I felt there were some teams that were a little overrated, but I think Clemson at four and Notre Dame at five. Yeah, Notre Dame at five is my big. I, Notre Dame is obviously a really good team, but they're there for they're there because it's Notre Dame's name. Okay, but how are we going to put Clemson at four when they probably don't have a top forty quarterback? Yeah, in the I, NCAA, I, th- that is like that is like college football's biggest under the rug. Um, like fact right now is like it seems like everyone talks about Clemson. You know, you talk about Will Shipley's good. I hate to admit it, Will Shipley's yep. good. Should have came to state. Uh, Will Shipley's really good. Receiving room really good. Defense really good. Insane. Yeah, and, and but no one talks about their quarterback. And I know you and me both are not believers in DJ. No. Uh, so, uh, you know, I I think. I, he's a he's a great story, you know. He's he's yeah. you know he's good he's a good guy. Um, but I, I don't see it. I don't think he can throw the ball down the field. He can't. He can't. But Notre Dame overrated every year. That's just a yeah, fact. That A and M did not finish in the top twenty five last year. That's true. I, that's I think a lot of that is just six. a lot of that is just the rookies coming in. I I, I call them rookies. Dude, the freshmen. Yeah, they're freshmen they're, don't they're, make an impact. They're not. They're not. Some of them might. Some of them are actually like. Not red shirt freshmen. They're going to be guys that come in. You know, they're like top twenty players in the nation. Yeah, but I, I still don't see. Yeah, them they're still world beaters. No, you know, I agree. Eighteen years old. I agree. Utah's a good team. They're Utah's, sneaky good. Utah's really good. Michigan, I've seen. I don't really know anything about Michigan this year, but no, I'm, I'm and, excited. For I, it. I'll say this too. I went and played golf today. Um, and on, I don't, I don't know it if the if this goes out to the right person, maybe it'll make their day. Um, whole. I can't even remember what hole it was. I'd say it was at is at Raleigh Golf Association. If you left a Michigan head cover at hole, um, it was on the stockholders nine. Uh, it's still there. Didn't touch it. Put it under a bench. So like, go look and try and find that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like I like Michigan. Um, I think they're always a little overrated at the beginning of the year because they can never beat Ohio State. So they it's did just last like, year. That's there we go. Yeah. So. Go big blue. Maybe maybe it'll maybe it'll change some things. I don't know anything about Oklahoma. I mean, I don't see how Oklahoma can be this high after what just happened to them, losing their coach to USC, losing losing their their quarterback to USC. Well, he wasn't starting the last ten games of the year. No, I'm not talking about Spencer Rattler. Caleb Williams went to oh, USC. He, yeah, he transferred. Yeah, oh, he followed. He followed geez, Lincoln Riley. Dude. So they're down both of their quarterbacks. At least. Uh, I, I think that was I'll, – I'll check, but um, – And then Baylor at 10. We'll just – we'll go through the top 10 here. Baylor had a solid season last year. They're, they went from like 1-15 in 15 four years ago to being pretty good again. They they crushed Oklahoma State's dreams of making the college football playoff last year by an inch on the goal line. So, yeah, good I, for Baylor. They were, good they good for Baylor. 10, we we so. love the Bears. I, I love their colors. Hook so that kind of – Hook them RG3. That kind of, that kind of biases me. Oh, my gosh. What was the guy's the ripped guy's name? Holy, what was his name? He was, 
I'm just going to look up Baylor ripped guy. Baylor ripped football player. Uh, Sean Oakman. Sean Oakman. Dude. I haven't thought of Sean Oakman. I mean, I probably go through once a year, I'll think of him, but that's. That's dude. so. He might be a top 10 most terrifying person Holy on planet Earth. Good God. There is no, there is no reason a a 20-year-old, 21-year-old person should look like that. No, he's going to be, for the week college football comes back, he's going to be the guy that's on our podcast cover. Yeah, absolutely. You can, you can, you can, you can that. that is a minus, <laughs> as high as the odds go favorite. <laughs> no, it, we, we like the Baylor Bears. Um, Oregon, what were you about to say? I was, I was just going to say, college football, like it's fun dissecting this and all, but Four of those top ten teams, more than likely, are going to make the college football playoff. It's going to be Bama. It's going to be Ohio State. And then every year, you, you'll, usually it's Clemson. Usually have three locks. Yeah. Well, hell, Georgia. Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, the SEC has just shown that they can get two teams in, yeah. even if they don't win their I would not be surprised if one, two, and three right here make the college football playoff. Yeah. And then, oh, you get... I don't know. It's a sweet story like Cincinnati last year, or maybe Utah. I could see Utah. I've yeah. se- I've seen people make predictions that Utah maybe. will be that fourth team because Pac-12 sucks. Yeah, and they can probably go undefeated. They play Florida first game, I think. Utah. Maybe I'm just making that up, but that could that be... would be a big game. Yeah, I haven't I haven't looked at all the schedules yet for for a lot. I've I've just kind of seen state schedule. Um, but, yeah, Utah plays Florida week one. I don't I mean Florida is no, be a tester. Yeah. That's a tester. That's a tester for par. Absolutely, literally, <laughs> literally. That is a long but then, putt. We all know the fourth team is going to be NC State, so we don't have to worry about that. I just I want us to win a conference championship first. first really bad. Thing, but I'm so excited for college football, and honestly, I might be more excited just for football to be back on. So that's why I'm so excited for college football because we get it a couple weeks earlier than NFL. Yeah. But because what season starts, what, by the time like, this episode comes out, it'll be a week and a day. Yeah, yeah. I think um, state doesn't play that that day. No, but that third. Yeah. Um, um, I know. I know. UNC plays the twenty seventh. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, they lose. Who are they, who are they playing? <laughs> They're playing like some. There's some garbage team. Uh, uh, it's. It was like. It was like one of the A and M's or something. Like like one of the. The Florida A and M. Yeah, literally, it was like I think it literally might be Florida A and M. Yeah, it is the <laughs> it is the Florida A and M Rattlers. Okay, so that's gonna be a seventy-five point beatdown. I mean, I just, hope they lose. <laughs> it, it would, oh my gosh, it would bring it would, me so much joy. I would, we're gonna be at the beach that weekend, dude. When we're just gonna be so happy. But, but college football is coming back in a week. We'll we'll do a little bit more in depth preview probably next week. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. But, but yeah, this is just this is just like pull, this. We love a good poll alert. We love a poll alert, baby. And the ACC has five teams. Um, I mean, decent showing for kind of what I was expecting. I, I don't really know what, especially with Wake Forest having no quarterback anymore. Yeah, they're going to fall out of top 25 fast. But yeah. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's it's a big thing for the ACC right now. Um, but, yeah, it's back. Um, season's coming back. Moving, moving to the, the NBA. Um, there's... Not much going on again, but I did see uh, Mark Cuban had an interview. Um, I, I can't remember who exactly it was with, but I, I saw I watched the bits and pieces of it and saw that he was he was convinced in two thousand seven that they had done it and made a trade for Kobe Bryant. And so, 
there was you know some people were speculating what really what that what that would have looked like between Kobe and Dirk, and I just kind of want to see your thoughts on if you think that those two could have really played together, or if it would have just kind of mess messed with it all. So I don't know if the audience will hate me. I'm not a big Kobe guy. Okay, I think he's I think he's a very good player, but it just seems like he's had, he had a tremendous amount of help in all his. He's almost like Tom Brady, just getting lucky. Derek Fisher bailed him out a couple times, and uh, oh, b- the, big shot Rob Horry. I mean, like um, Ron Artest hit a game winner. Yeah, um, and then obviously Shaq carried him. Yeah, <laughs> um, I I think it would have worked fine. I don't think they would have been championship caliber ever. Obviously, well, you know what's they won, I, but. This, this is not trivia, but just, like, I love Dirk. So, like, go, going into this, I kind of dived into kind of what Dirk's really got. Do you know who was who was the only All-NBA player to play with Dirk? Like, not that, like, All-NBA in their, like, career, but just to be an All-NBA caliber player playing with him. It has to be Jason Kidd. No. Sean Marion? Nope. Oh, okay. Jason Terry. There's no nope. It was it was only one season. And, Dude. <laughs> and, and this is a this is a hall this is a Hall of Fame player, but you just don't think of him when you think of his tenure here. He really yeah Steve Nash Steve Nash he's that? the only All NBA player Dirk ever played with like that was an All NBA at the same time. That's wild. Yeah, I would have put money that Jason Kidd probably was. No, so I mean, just thinking about like what he would have done with another like like killer at the time i mean dirk yeah. was they're they almost polar opposites of each other kobe might be one of the more inefficient players i'm a big efficiency guy i kobe was not efficient for most of his career he was just you know he, he scored a lot he was a volume scorer that's that has perks of its own um but you know dirk is a 40 50 90 club guy um he he's just he, he could hit any shot on the floor he and he was a seven footer um it Dirk in his in his like, I think there was I think it was like a twelve year time span. In his real prime between like two thousand three and twenty eleven or, or maybe a couple years extra into that, the Mavs had fifty wins every year. That's wild. Yeah, it it's it just wild. just Dirk, just Dirk. Putting up some LeBron type numbers right there. <laughs> I mean, Dirk sees what six all time in scoring. Six I or guess, seven. I don't know. He's uh, spot, he's but... uh, I think he's six or seven for win shares. I mean, he's Dirk. I, under underrated, underrated in my. Doesn't but speaking of LeBron numbers, <laughs> LeBron had some numbers. <laughs> the goat. That's why he's the goat. The goat. the goat. Oh my gosh, my favorite athlete on planet Earth in history of time. Just got a tear, which surprises me because I didn't think he would extend because Bronny's coming into the league yeah. after his contract's up. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's a shock. You'd see, you think he maybe he's just really really sure that he'll be a Lake Show member too. <laughs> if I mean, Bronny on he, the he 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 told Mister GM not Magic Johnson. I don't even know who their GM is. <laughs> LeBron. <laughs> Would GM that he's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, GM is probably just saying you will. There's probably a clause in this contract. You will do whatever it takes to get Bronny. Yeah. Honestly, it probably makes sense why they're keeping Russell Westbrook. It's just, <laughs> just yeah, or or that they. It, it makes sense that they can't go for anybody. Oh, we're paying Russell Westbrook. You know, we can't 
We're, we're just and then as soon as his contract's up, just Bronny slots right in. <laughs> but no, what two years, ninety-seven million dollars? Could could be a hundred and eleven, depending on salary cap stuff. But that is highest just highest paid guy in the NBA right now. Yeah, absolutely has to be the highest paid thirty-seven year old, thirty-eight year old player ever. Mm-hmm. I yeah, there's some there's absolutely something to be said to be this good this long and to still command that much money going into your 40s that's that's insane he's going to year 20 in the nba right now too he has yeah. miles on those tires and he still looks like he's 25 yeah there any place and i mean a lot of athletes are starting to go that way russell wilson he treats he they he said he spends like 1.5 million on his body mm-hmm. um but you know you gotta take care of yourself but even then like that's just an you're just you're just built to be different yeah Exactly. It's dedication. That's discipline. I'll yeah. That. But I know we haven't got to dive much into NBA. LeBron's the greatest player of all time. I love him more than anyone on earth, besides probably like Bronny. <laughs> but I'm I'm happy for him. He deserves it. Yeah. I'm, Another championship to LA, baby. Yeah. I I uh I, I would I'm no stretch of the mind that I'm a LeBron fan, but he's at this point for longevity for for what we look at for careers. I think that greatest player of all time. Listen, if you're going to call Vince Carter an NBA great when he had a 51%, 51% win percentage throughout his career be, just because he could jump and had longevity, then LeBron is. Yeah, is. but but longevity and like. LeBron has longevity and he's been a beast uh, and for all. He raised his career averages last year. Yeah, yeah. The year no. nineteen elite. Vince Carter was decrepit <laughs> <laughs> on those Hawks teams, and they just dragged him out like a bag of bones. Uh, re- respect fifty-one percent. Respect to Vince Carter for you know NBA, you know NBA like dunk contest winner, crazy dunk in the Olympics. But like, let's call it what it is. I mean, he's not. He's he was never a top three guy at his position. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> not even close. Yeah. So it, he wasn't even the best guy on all, most of his team. Act was better than him. Yeah. If you're on the Raptors, then he's not even the best in his family. Because they're, they're what second cousins. Oh, they're, First, they're cousins. Yeah. yeah they're, they're cousins. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> T Mac second grade scorer behind James Harden. But that's also just a. That that could that yeah, yeah. that's controversial. We'll we'll, di- we'll dive into that. When at NBA some point. starts coming yeah, up, we'll no, start we'll absolutely we'll Don't absolutely worry. be talking about that. Don't worry. But that's that's the NBA. That's <laughs> that's that's not, nothing else other than that. Just but, LeBron. He should yeah. be headlines every week. Yeah, I mean there is there should be a channel dedicated to LeBron. Maybe maybe we'll we'll bring that into existence. We'll be the the LeBron watch that. No, one thing Everyone I do want needed. to talk about NBA before we get off here. It does have to do with LeBron, but also his son and Skip Bayless. Oh yeah, uh, this is this is my favorite take of the year. Is that, I mean, LeBron's going on. This is this is his twentieth season in the NBA. In the NBA, not mentioning Skip Bayless he's never, ever. He's not brought his name up one time. Hey, I love it. I, I like I love the idea of just completely blackballing a dude that you hate. And he talk. Skip talks about him almost every almost every day. Every day, he doesn't even have him in his like top ten NBA players. <laughs> He's just a meme at this point. There's no way he means that. No, he. I mean, yeah, he can't. Stupid. He can't. And just how he calls him my Cowboys and stuff. I mean, he's just he's a. Then he's Shannon a joke. had LeBron one. <laughs> but 
No, it. I I think this will be the year. Skip has already started. He's already started chirping at Bronny. Bronny had a really good dunk in his uh, in his I guess his AAU at this yeah. point right now. You should have dunked it. Your dad would have dunked it with his left yeah, hand. Yeah, but what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? It was still a if great you, dunk. Yeah, he's, if you posterize if old. you posterize somebody at seventeen, I don't care if you technically dunked it with your leg. That is awesome. <laughs> okay, but and, and that's just the most skip thing ever. But I I think LeBron still hasn't mentioned anything about it. I think that wasn't a big enough comment yet. Um, I'm waiting for when Bronny has a bad game, and Skip really says something along the lines of. Bronny will not be anything like his dad, or Bronny will not, you know, ever be an all star. You know, something just outlandish. Won't um, get drafted. Yeah, just I mean, like obviously you could say he won't be as good as his dad. That's because his dad is the best basketball player ever. Mm-hmm. That stuff that happens, <laughs> but he's gonna say some something dumb. Like he's never gonna average more than like three points a game or some just something out of the league in a year. Yeah, and and LeBron will say something that. I think it'll happen. I wish there were odds on that. that would I wish hilarious. I wish Caesars was taking bets. That would be hilarious. I'd fly to Vegas. But uh, no, I had to bring that up just because. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But time to move on to the big event of the weekend. It's it's a big event. It's a UFC event. It's not just a fight night. Two seventy eight. It's in Salt Lake City. That's that's cool. Utah. We gotta get the fighters adjusted. That's uh that's to cool. The air. That's it's weird. I've have you been to Salt Lake City? No. It is a it's a weird place. It's a weird place. Sure, sure it's I, very white. I, yes, it's very white. Um, I I went there what two years ago, and and they just the the like cathedrals and stuff they have there is white, and it's nothing is nothing is built higher than the church there, like is it like, like a on law? the mountains. I don't know if it's a law or if it's like a it's like a Mormon law. Yeah, or just like you're not be supposed the point closest to God. Yeah, I I don't know, but it is it is a odd place. So it's kind of interesting that. They're going like there and not. It is odd too because you have these people. Uh, Paulo Costa trained below sea level. Yeah. Luke Rockhold has been training in, and lives in Salt Lake City. Does he? That's weird. I did not know Luke Rockhold lived in Salt Lake City. There's probably something to it. There's probably something to that. I don't know. Paulo looks good though. Paulo looks in terms making weight's been his big thing recently. He said he weighs less than he ever has fight week. Yeah. I, I like to hear it. I like to hear it. Sober Paulo was a mythical UFC creature. Um and then he lost to Izzy and he started started drinking, started started partying and he just kinda I guess he lost his way, but he's he seems right. But so does Luke Rockhold. He's just old. He does. He just can't see a left hook to save his life, so I, if he gets knocked out by left hook, that will oh that gosh, will be, be so the funniest moment of the night. Funny, <laughs> if he just collapses, I hope. My, do we think Michael Bisping is going to be on the call? I hope so. I that would be a treat. If there's <laughs> no way they do it, dude, it's going to be DC, Anik, and Rogan. Yeah, there's no it won't way. be Cruz. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> it will not be. I Cruz wait, got speak, sent to speaking the of that, dimension. speaking of that, we. We were right on the money about Cheeto Vera. Um, minus, what was he, minus 230 last week for our mm-hmm. pick, mm-hmm. Our, our bet pick? Because it was risky betting a, a type of – because he, you know, he, he has the submissions, he has the knockouts. But he sent Dominic Cruz, who I love, sent him – Dominic should retire. That, that knockout was so vicious. Never been knocked out? Yeah. 
sent him to the Shadow Realm. Well, that's what happened to all these older fighters, dude. Tony Ferguson gets yeah. kicked into oblivion. And he was the he was the boogeyman for a long time. He, yeah. he was he like people just said he, he just could not be him. finished, and he got soccer kicked into like the stratosphere. Dom Cruz. Same thing. Kick to the face. Dom Cruz looked snapped good. Snapped his nose in half. He looked good, and uh, you know, just his nose got obliterated on on impact, and, and he gone. just yeah. So that was, but we were on the money. Mm-hmm. Um, but who's, yeah, who's your who's your prospect of the night? Prospect of the night for here, I still think Romanov could be a UFC champion at Me heavyweight. Too. He I is mean, now. I guess now he is a little bit more than a. Maybe yeah, he's not more he he might prospect. he might not be I'll, a prospect. I'll say you're a prospect, or you're a contender when you get into the top ten. Yeah, he especially at heavyweight. Heavyweight's just kind of lacking a lot of guys. Dude, the yeah. bottom half of that top ten or top fifteen gets switched around every day. Yeah, Sergey. Good. He's in the top. 15. He just jumped Romanov actually. Yeah, that would be a clash I, of the Titans there, <sighs> dude. Two two that? Russian two Russians Wrestlers. with with grappling experience, but also heavy hands. Yeah. That would be a that would be a crazy. That's event. that's the heavyweight event Dana wants every week. Yeah, he just doesn't have it. He doesn't have because like, some of the heavyweights are also, just. Also, he can't put them against each other. No, it would destroy the hype. Yeah, exactly. Unless unless they did it in Abu Dhabi, and then that that crowd would be insane. <laughs> that crowd would be insane. Um, but yeah, no Romanov. I I think he's a beast. I think the guy he's fighting is good. Tybura's good. Mason Tybura. Dude, he's just so inconsistent. I think he had the piss knocked out of him against Rosenstrike one time. Maybe I'm just making that up. Yeah, I don't know if it was Rosenstrike or if it, who he fought, but yeah, he, he definitely got like, he got he got cracked. Um, but yeah, no, this this fight card will be good. And then um, the Grant main event. Yeah, this is this is like this is like one of my Super Bowls. Um, I'm, I I don't know how many Super Bowls I have a year other than just the Super Bowl, but the. Like I love Marab Davashili. He is a beast. You can, I, you can say his name. The machine. Um, he's from Georgia. I have no no connection to the country of Georgia, other than like kind of liking Zaza Pachulia. That one year they tried to get him into the All Star game. Um, but yeah, I think he's a beast. He's he's a wrestler, but he's one of those guys that he'll take you down and just beat the crap out of you. He fought on the the one UFC event me and Bryce went to. Mm-hmm. Um, he also I'm interrupting this to tell you I thought it was Rosenstrike because he had that schedule fight scheduled twice and it got canceled twice. Yeah. Um that was supposed to be very recent too. Yeah. So No, I um Marab Beast, but this will be his biggest fight to date by a long shot. Fighting uh, fighting fighting a, a a I don't even think people can say he's not a top 10 UFC fighter. I mean he's he was the featherweight division forever. And now he's moved down, and he's still a title contender. Yeah. And yeah. also, happy birthday to John Gruden. Happy birthday, John Gruden. Uh, Spider Y six banana. Or, I, I don't. I. He's he's fifty nine today. One more year till sixty. Forever in infamy for sending emails and winning a Super Bowl with the Bucks. Yeah. I. We might need to talk about that. Maybe maybe on Super Bowl weekend we'll talk about some of the funniest storylines going into Super Bowls. But John Gruden getting traded. Getting traded from the Raiders to the Bucks and then beating them in the Super Bowl. So irony. That, that is one finest. of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't even remember what they trade. Like coaches getting traded is just such a. I mean, it's the same. Only other time I've heard of that is Doc Rivers getting traded. He got traded as a coach. Yeah, from the Celtics, the Clippers. 
I thought he just moved. I thought he was just signed there. Mm-mm. That's hilarious. That, but yeah, Aldo, Aldo fighting him. It's a pretty close line. Um, Rob's slight favorite, minus 134 as, as of the time we're recording this. We'll go into our picks for this. Yeah, well, yeah well, I'm just, you know, it's it's a it's a really tight. tight oh, my line. gosh, Grant. What? We never said LeBron was our man of the week. Yeah, I I, I think it, it spoke for itself. Okay, um, but, okay. I yeah. think we had it. We have but he clear. is, yeah, he is, if it wasn't clear enough that getting a hundred, possibly getting $111 million dollars, for two years of work, he's the man. He's the man, man of the week. Absolutely, dude. That's 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 just that's that money talk. But yeah, no, Aldo Marab. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a banger. They it both is. fight really entertaining wise. Um, Aldo's really good at stopping takedowns. Marab is going ever in that division. Yeah, Marab is going to go for takedowns, but he a lot. he you know he's he's got it's it's just it's just gonna be a fight. Um, Costa Rockhold. As we talked about a little bit earlier, yeah, gonna be a banger. Um, both be. both of them do not wrestle; they just want to throw hands. Luke Rockhold can wrestle. He can. I'll admit he can. It's just what he's comfortable doing. He's yeah. a kickboxing background guy, um, but he does train at AKA, which holy, can we talk about that? I don't know what you're about to say. AKA is like stands for like. I think it's like American, American kickboxing. Kickbox- yeah, DC, uh, Khabib, yeah. Islam. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they have Luke Rockhold, but like, I mean, they're like a wrestling camp. Yeah. And this kickboxing academy? No, they're they're just wrestlers. Um, but yeah, and then the main event: Usman versus Leon Edwards. I think this is going to be a much closer fight than the lines. Oh yeah, line is line is crazy in Usman's favor. Yeah, I. Um, Usman's came out and said that he's going to grapple. Um, but also, like, that was five, seven years ago. Oh, yeah, their like first that. fight. Yeah. Their first fight. It's not even the two same fighters, basically. No, point, they're, they've both improved so much. You it's just going to be. Connor Poirier. That was seven years apart. Yeah. They came back and it was. Completely different. Yeah. Um, Connor was in a boxing stance. That's we're, we're big Connor guys. Uh, for yeah, Pacquiao. Pacquiao. Uh, so does it really count? No. Nope. But um, yeah, I mean it should it should just be a lot of fun. I I think it'll be entertaining. Um, Leon Usman is like he's a weird champ in that he's gotten like more entertaining as he's been champ. Yeah, like he has hands now. Dude. Yeah, like Izzy's Izzy is a reverse of that. Izzy like super Izzy. exciting champ to get the belt and then he just he just defends now. Which literally. is yeah, literally, he just sits there, defends and counter punches. Yeah, that's why we're big Alex Pereira guys. That that that's that's not for this week, but we are we are absolutely in on Alex Pereira. Write it down. But yeah, UFC. It's gonna be the the prelims aren't big names, but not that the prelims are turn it on, um, getting your night started maybe. Well, also, um, those people have more to prove than anybody. Absolutely. I, so they I like to just of, go out there and throw hands because if you get a freaking crazy knockout, I mean, we saw this with Semi the Jedi. He had yeah. a 10-second knockout, whatever it freaking yeah, was. Yeah, like 15 seconds. And hypes through the roof. Yeah, we're fans for life now. You Alex know. Morono should be easy because he knocked some guy out in 10 seconds and he got pieced up. Yeah. Which sucks, but. Yeah, I mean, and, and there's, there's prospect, uh, I'm gonna butcher this name, but Ang Ang Lusa. Um, Why does that name sound so familiar? Because like 
the the commentators, I can't remember exactly which analyst it was, they were talking about he might be the most underrated signing that the UFC has made because it has made no noise. Um, he's apparently like a champion in other divisions. He plus money? Yeah, plus 140. I'll uh, I'll get exactly what he... Uh, what what he he's known as the last ninja, um, but yeah, I'm should, interested in this guy now. Yeah, no, he's uh, might do some lore. He looks like a beast. Um, he's he's coming off a loss on his UFC debut, but apparently just getting the cobwebs out. What are oh, we he about? lost to Jack. He's the guy who lost to Jack in, in contender series. Hey, Jack's a special Jack De La Men- Yeah, exactly. So, I'm not big on AJ Fletcher who he's fighting either. So. Whatever, I'll sprinkle yeah, some money yeah, on Lisa, exa- why not? I mean, that's just, that's just how it be. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, that's I mean, that's pretty much it for UFC, but it's... I The UFC events, they just they just go harder and more. Fight nights are for guys that are into the sport and, and really watch, but these are, these are the B-dubs. Also, we're on huge watch for this event for John Jones to fight get announced. Yeah, I'm still waiting. It has to be. It I'm has to be Saturday has to be, has to be. Has to be Saturday. I thought it was going to be the last UFC 277. They yeah. still still didn't do no, it. No, it's going to be Saturday night. We're going to get a John Jones versus Stipe announcement. I, I need it. I need to see what John Jones looks like. At and I way. think we're also going to get a Glover versus Yuri 2 announcement. Yeah. And that that's going to be a banger again. No, There's no doubt it is. Mm-hmm. I was watching a compilation of um, like dumb dumb MMA moments, and one like the first video they had was Glover. It was Glover hit, hitting him, hitting him with a a such a hard he was hook. Out on his feet. Yeah, Yuri, Yuri just be doing that. He just be going out and then just staying in it somehow, and then just and then tries to freaking. Yeah, I mean, I get he's a black belt, but he tried the guillotine, pulled like pulled it. He could have just done a standing guillotine if it didn't work, didn't work, That's but it slipped right off, and then Yuri caught. Yeah. Um, some some other segments we got here. Just I mean, just a quick. There's really not much going on in golf right now, other than um, I mean, FedEx Cup playoff started. Um, so it's not like the for you know maybe other people don't really kind of know how this happens either. But like so like FedEx points like based on how you win in golf events across the year, you get more FedEx points, and based on and the FedEx Cup playoffs, each event gives you more. Like it's like. It's like double jeopardy, pretty much. So think of it as like, so you get like double the points or like triple the points. And going into the tour playoff, based on your points, you get a certain amount of strokes. Um, like, so like it's your starting position. So that's why it's like benef- you benefit by having more points. Um, so that's what these events are. It's just lead up to the tour, double jeopardy moments. Um, but Cam Smith pulled out of the BMW. You mean Com? <laughs> Com, Com Smith. Pulled out of the BMWs, got hip tightness. That's BS. Um, you think it's the PGA? Is it conspiracy? conspiracy? <laughs> no, no. It's I, I think it's a conspiracy in in terms that. So so the drama with Cam Smith is he's playing out of his mind. He's one of my picks to win the freaking tournament last week, and he's two strokes down. And they go back and they look at um, some video footage, and they find that he took. He hit his ball into the water. You take a drop. And if the ball rolls down and it's still touching the out-of-bounds line, you have to take a redrop. And you, you pretty much just can't be touching the out-of-bounds line. Um, he dropped it. The rules official on the course a okayed it so the ball's in play. He played it. 
Um, they go back and look at the footage, and they say that it was touching that line, which would put it further from the hole. So he played a ball further from the hole, and they penalize him two strokes. So he moves from two strokes back of the of the lead to four strokes back. And you know, I, I the PGA guy said Cam took it like a champ. You know, came in the office, just walked out. Um, you know, just fine with it. But I can tell that 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 pissed him off. It pissed me off too. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and and no one. This is the conspiracy part of it, I guess. Nobody for the PJ tour, like guys that that are on the tour, are getting that call. Scotty Scheffler's not getting. He's not getting called in the office saying he's got a two stroke penalty. JT's not Jordan Spieth, but I get it. I get it that they're angry, but like he's still playing for you. He's still he's still bring. He's making people like, you know. Obviously, I was gonna watch it regardless but he's making people that might be from australia that love cam smith they're watching the pga tour they're watching the pga tour now you're just because he's leaving to live because he's making a hundred million dollars he'd never make that in pga ever not close yeah he wouldn't touch it no he just he won the open and he won two million (laughs) dollars you know what i'm saying like it's you know it's 50 times yeah yeah like so it's i i'm an absolute I'm an absolute Com Smith supporter. Screw the PJ for being so petty. Honestly, dude, and I know we get some backlash from a close buddy for that who works for the tour, but actually, former unqualified sports member Carson. Um, shout out Carson. Sh- shout out. But Grant, I'm gonna let you take our team of the week away yeah, I, because this isn't my world. But go for yeah, it. Yeah, no ba- baseball. I again, I love pretty much every sports. Baseball is is in that. Um, Braves are the team of the week. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm a fan of the Braves, but they're the team of the week. They've won eight in a row. Um, they've they've beat the Mets these past two games. Mets fans are furious. Let's go Mets. <laughs> it's all about the Mets, baby. But no, Mets fans are furious. Uh, I don't. I I think Frank from Barstool is like a huge Mets fan. He's like the he's like the big tubby guy. Um, he's absolutely loses every week because the Braves just can't lose. They just can't lose. But. They play them tonight. I think the game's already going on. I haven't checked the score. But they're the team of the week. They're just they're on a tear. They're only two games to like two and a half games back. It'd be hilarious if you jinxed them right now. Yeah, I mean, I pro- probably would. But it's the Mets are cursed. Mets are cursed. They might win the division this year. Mets are just utterly cursed, and they're losing 4-1. <laughs> but, no, I, I think uh, – think... We're at the bottom of the fourth. Yeah. Braves at bat. <laughs> so, the Braves are the team of the week. Um Hopefully that I don't think podcasters curses are a thing, but um, especially not our little podcast. No, so. yeah, it's it's only a Drake and sports announcer thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's I'm not gonna go into MLB, MLB any more than that. Uh, I mean Tatis got PD yep. Rico'd. Um, he's suspended like 80 games, but other than that, pretty quiet. Pretty uh, that's MLB. Um, soccer. Uh, I'm I'm only mentioning EPL news really because. Uh, Liverpool can't get in a groove. They are they've drawn their first two games. Um, their new their new boy, Nunez or Nunez, um, he headbutted a guy. He got That's a red good. card. Headbutted a dude. Uh, lost his temper, and it's just I I don't know why it's such a big deal. Because if you look at the headbutt, it is not a headbutt. It'd be the equivalent of me turning into your chin. Um, and like tapping it, but the guy he hit absolutely Oscar, Oscar dived That's it. Soccer man, yeah. So and then also, doesn't man you suck? Yeah, man you sucks. They uh, 
they got dominated by Brentford. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I haven't looked at their the other game they played, but uh, Ronaldo is hating it. Suey. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't. This is just off the spur of it because I love it. Slam balls back. I don't. Okay. Slam okay. balls coming back. <laughs> I, I need people to be fans of slam ball because it, it was in like fifth grade for me. I love slam ball. Big rumble supporter. Um, the creator says he's bringing it back in 2023. Um, hopefully early 2023 is what he was saying. That would be amazing. And we need to watch it so that it stays around. It is the perfect mixture of basketball, hockey, football, um, <laughs> trampolines. You got, got and full, excitement. Yeah, That's full, all you need. full contact basketball and trampolines. And dunks are worth three points. Is that... That's all I needed here. They wear pads. They wear pads because you absolutely you get, bodied. you get bodied in slam ball. It's just it's amazing. It's coming back. Last thing I want to say before segments is unfortunately, Water Dogs win streak came to a close. It, by a they point. all have to come. Other than the Ravens, all win streaks have to have to come to a close. They do. Um, That's something that just sucks. They had to be our team, but we lock up the playoff spot. Yeah, I'm not worried. The the dogs live to hunt another day. <laughs> But I guess now we yeah go moving to into I'm so excited for your trivia this week yeah so we're coming up on the NFL season rookies are about to show out Aiden Hutchinson said he got a twenty seven dollar twenty seven million dollar signing bonus getting paid very well I want you to tell me who the highest paid what what the highest paid rookie contract of all time is all time gosh I might call my shot here too. I don't know if it's true, but it's what my heart wants to. I'm going to say Jamarcus Russell. And I'm going to say fifty million, just just flat out fifty million. So Jamarcus Russell comes in at seven. Seven all okay. time total value of his contract sixty one million. Holy, that's seven. That's seven as a rookie. Yeah, yeah. Highest paid. Well, we'll, we'll do top three. Okay. Matt Ryan comes in at three. Okay. $67,500,000 total. Signing bonus, $7 million. Average contract value, $11,250,000. Okay. Two, Matty Stafford, $72 million total. Okay. No signing bonus. Hmm. $12 million a year. Number one, Sam Bradford. <laughs> okay. Drafted by St. Louis Rams. Seventy-eight million dollars, forty-five. 000. Holy crap! And only for him to like blow his yeah. ACLs. Signing bonus, eighteen million. Average contract, thirteen point oh oh seven. That's dollars. That's wild. Uh, Eric Fisher Rams were just wilding out on Sam Bradford. And God, man, what a disappointment! <laughs> At least the two other guys got <coughs> to or won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I I can only hope that Jamarcus Russell's was not guaranteed. Um, I mean, I know a lot of NFL contracts don't have a ton of guaranteed money up front. Yeah. Um, but most like even Matt Ryan, like Matt Ryan's, I mean, probably worth it. Maybe I don't. I don't know how long the the years were. How really? I don't really know. I don't remember the beginning of his career. Let me put it like that. That's fair. I mean, he's been around forever. Yeah. I mean, he was an MVP. I mean, but yeah, he's just kind of. He's 38, 37, 37 now. Yeah, I think that's right. So yeah, he's old. Yeah. But yeah. Shocked me when I saw that. Sam oh, Bradford, yeah. No, that is that is crazy. Highest paid rookie of all time. Yeah, and that's... 
you don't see money splashed around quite like that in the NFL. And I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of those guys are from. I mean, it's been a bit. It's been a bit since like they were drafted. Yeah. So it's just wild that they're like. Yeah, dude. I didn't see any recent names on that entire list. Like I'm scrolling through. It right yeah, you now. would think like Trevor Lawrence might be. Yeah, you have, the Dominican Sue at four, <laughs> uh, Larry Fitzgerald at eight, Trent Williams. Yeah, yeah dude. but not yeah, not not the names you would think you like. You uh-uh. think you'd hear a Saquon Barkley or like a, I, mean, I know running backs don't quite get, don't quite garner that amount straight out of straight out of the draft, but. Yeah, that that's crazy. That I I would have never in a million years guessed Sam Bradford. Well, now you know. So oh, absolutely. So, I right, thank you for that trivia, Bryce. Well, that was that was insightful. Um, I try. Yeah, absolutely. And then now we're now we're into the absolute hook'em picks of the week. Um, and also, I do want to give reference Aiden Hutchinson's deal total thirty five million dollars. Okay. Okay. Hey. Also, Aiden Hutchinson, he's such a likable guy. He is. But that's with a $20 million bonus, so he's up there in 50-something million. Yeah. That's... But still, he's not really touching the $70 million mark. No, no. Hopefully it'll be worth it. Hopefully it'll be worth it. I hope so, too. Moving to the hook and picks of the week. We we got some... We got some... We got some... I could not think of the word picks for to save my life right then. We got some picks involving you guessed it UFC. It's gonna be it's gonna be a big night, but uh, we really like Romanov plus money to to we win do. to win by KO TKO. He's he's got some submissions. He really loves a good forearm choke, which is just wild to me. Like I I'll, I'll say it now because eventually. Um, I'm I'm gonna get really into it at some point. I I do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, so I'm I'm really into the the submission side of UFC stuff, and to to forearm choke somebody at that high of a level just means that you are a strong son of a gun. <laughs> like that just means you are freaking strong. You're a bulky boy. Yeah, and that's exactly what he is. But I I think the guy he's fighting is good enough to stop most of his submissions. But I think he's gonna knock his lights out at some point. Ground and pound, just fair. I have, I have Romanov by TKO, KO, or DQ at plus one fifty. Yeah, that's, that's, plus money for that. Give me it. Mm-hmm. Give me it. Absolutely. Um, and then and then moving to the um to the Aldo Marab fight. There's there's a couple things to really look at. I mean the lines are, um the lines are are close to enough to where if you are really set on either fighter you could it's just basically pick them yeah you it could you could straight bet them if you wanted um i'm i'm a big marab supporter so I would, I would i would take him to win straight up but although at right now at for for a ko tko is plus 425 um you know i think that might be deserving a sprinkle um, i'm i'm sprinkling aldo plus 114 straight up I know we talked about earlier, best takedown defense probably in the UFC ever. Yeah. That's statistically, I think, well, I mean. John not, Jones has never been taken Yeah, down. yeah. But but for smaller guys like that, like small guys shoot constantly. Yeah. That's the difference in heavyweight. Heavyweight, you have you have the wrestlers, but they can't shoot just constantly. No, they don't have that energy. Yeah. But, no, all those takedown defense is your yeah. top-notch takedown defense. On top of him, like, if Marab doesn't get him to the ground, 
he's not going to win the fight. He's not yeah. like he's not going to. But the thing is, Aldo can also get up from yeah. takedowns. So he's. I think he's going to have to take him down at least once around, probably around the one and a half mark around. Yeah. To actually do anything. Yeah. I, so I, I, I don't see it happening. So that's why I'm. I mean, I would, I'm not going to cry if Aldo Yeah, loses. no. I, so I don't I'm, think either of us are I'm, crazy big Aldo fans. Yeah, but. I'm, I'm not... I'm looking at this as a pretty neutral perspective. Because I hate Aldo, because I'm a Conor McGregor fan. Yeah. But from he a money-making... He, oh, he owns Brazil. <laughs> from a money-making perspective, I'm going Aldo at plus money. Yeah. I I honestly... Like, I'm cheering for Marab. Honestly, if Marab was plus money, I think the bet would be Marab. Yeah, that's just where the money's at. But... Yeah. Plus money, Aldo. Um, sure. I guess my my quick analysis on this hook and pick is obviously, um, Marab has the takedowns. I think how he will be successful is how he goes for them. Aldo's fought Chad Mendezes of the world. He's fought guys that are wrestling and have those takedowns, so he knows how to stop wrestling takedowns. Aldo is a judo guy, or not Aldo, but Marab is a judo guy. Right. He is. That's what they. That is the national sport of Georgia. So his takedowns are really different. He's got he's got just he's got so much in the bag of I mean some of his like hip tosses and and some of his like clinch stuff that like you don't think you can do anything from that situation or that position. Mm-hmm. That's he true. just does. Mendez is strictly He's a double leg. Yeah. Double, yeah, he'll so drive through you. So I think Marab might get in the clinch and the clinch is where Aldo feels comfortable. I don't think he's like really going to hate that position. He loves clinch knees. Uh, elbows out of the clinch, and he's gonna get hip tossed, or he's gonna get like outside leg tripped. Something that does also bother me is the one time I saw Marab fight in person. He went against um, Marlon Marias, who was not good, and got knocked down like fifteen times. Yeah, I will admit he has got power for a, for a bantamweight. He he fought for a uh, that was when that it was like the the belt was vacant. He fought for a vacant title. Um, he got he got knocked out. Um, he doesn't have a chin to save his life. No, he's also the dude who knocked out Aljamain Sterling, the current champion. He uh, hit him with a hit him with a kick that turned into just his knee slamming into Alja's face. Okay, fine, that's true. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. So, but that being said, Marab should have been knocked out. He should have. In he's every sense. if if Keith Peterson's not on that fight. Yeah, if it's anybody n- else, it's if it's somebody that doesn't smell like cigarettes, <laughs> they they might have called that fight, and I think that could happen here. So that's why I see the Aldo money line or the Aldo line of like plus four twenty five for KO. Um, I I think Rob could get knocked out. You know, it's sure. just it's Rob's got a chin on him, but you know he could get caught. And Aldo's the type of dude who's precise enough to finish the job. Right, and then moving right along to our last straight. Pick you of should the week. know. You should know. Uh, I don't even have to really talk about it. It's the undefeated preseason Ravens twenty in a row minus two twenty five versus the Cardinals. Don't even have to do research about it. Uh, yeah. Take every penny uh, you have. We told you it would continue last week. And it did. It absolutely did. So do it again. I'll put like $17,000 on it this week. Yeah. No big it's, deal. I'm just, you know, Priest Ravens. It's, uh, it's, it's a lock every every single time they come out. But we got the parlay of the week, starting with the preseason Ravens. Easiest minus 225 parlay piece of your life. And then I know we've been gassing up Romanov all night. And the only way I see him lose is if his gas tank goes out. 
because he has had gas tank problems in Marson, Marson. Yeah, Tibera, Marcin yeah, Tibera or something like that. He has an endless gas tank for a big boy. Yeah. So I could see that being the only problem, but I don't think it's going to happen. No. And then we have Costa minus 360 over um, Luke Rockhold. And really the only thing I could see um, happening with that would also be a gas tank issue with, because we all know Costa has to cut a yeah, ton of weight. Yeah, a good amount of weight. And also he is changing elevation. Yeah, so, he he trains in Brazil, fights in Salt Lake. It's, it's it's that is a big elevation change. So hopefully he's been prepping for that. Um, I don't I don't know if he's already there. It might it might serve him well. Um, if if he's like getting acclimated for like a week or so. Um, but I still think it'll win. I I still think uh, Luke Rockhold, obviously old UFC champion, um, of that division, but. He's just he can't see left hooks. <laughs> it's fair. He can't he can't see left hooks. He can't. Hopefully he gets knocked out and Bisping's commenting. But you add up the minus three fifty, minus three sixty, minus two twenty five, you come out plus one thirty seven. Obviously That's, it's it's plus money, but I I yeah. I actually our parlay never loses. Yeah, so, so it's, it's plus money and it won't lose. It's guaranteed. Yeah. So I don't really know what you're doing ignoring. Yeah, that. we're still undefeated. Last week. Um, that was the first parlay ever for for so USC, it really so count? it doesn't really count. Yeah, it's kind so of a trial run. So we're, we're still undefeated. still undefeated. Um, and yeah, that's I mean that's a wrap for for this week. It's it's been a great week. We got a lot to look forward to this weekend. Um, hopefully you've really enjoyed uh, listening to our beautiful voices talk about it. But I've really enjoyed it. Yep. But just remember, also we're unqualified. So deal yeah, with it. unqualified, but um, we are undefeated. In parlays. So take that to the bank. Yep. We'll see you after we make a couple couple tens of thousands Tr- of dollars. Trillions, maybe? Trillions, billions. Fat stacks. Yeah, we'll be super rich next week, so we might not even do a podcast, but we'll see. Yeah. But if for some reason we're not trillionaires, we'll see you all next week. We'll be back. Enjoy your weekend. Watch some sports.